together we're sharing our experiences through life, providing a raw and honest perspective on motherhood. Hey guys and welcome back to the second episode of Mum Said What. I'm Remy. And I'm Talia. How was the week you know Last week was just, I don't know, I just feel like it was mega stressful. Like I obviously had two appointments in one day up the RBI with uh, Oakley. And then obviously my kids are at school last week, so that was all right. But it's just trying to juggle like the appointments, the kids, Sienna's after school clubs, her tutoring, like just trying to juggle it all on my own. It's just really, really hard work. I mean, I'm grateful for yeah. obviously having the nurse. Do you know what I mean? But it still doesn't make it does make it slightly easier because of Oakley. But when it's just one person in the household, I think it's it's a huge thing. And do you know what I said to one of the nurses the other day? I feel like there's so much pressure on us mums to make sure our kids are eating well, they're at every appointment, they're clean, like they're just everything as a mum, there's so much pressure on us and that's it. Oh, 100%. And I think that's the thing that all us like mums can relate to, isn't it? Like it just never stops. Like you've always got like a full washing basket. You're always thinking of the next meal to cook. You're always prepping this, prepping lunch boxes. Like it just never stops. Like I literally just feel like I'm doing like endless amounts of washing, then cooking, then thinking of the next thing to do. I mean, my kids were on half term. And actually we had a lovely half term together, but it, it's just chaos. Like you're constantly thinking, you know, you want to make sure that they have a special half term and have a lovely time. And then you think of all these people planning lovely days out and, you know, it's just crazy, isn't it? And you're just trying to find a balance with it all. And that's what's so tough sometimes. Well, me and you were laughing, weren't we? Because you were like, don't take the piss this week because I'm on half term with my kids. And then <laughs> I was like, haha, my kids are at school. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and well, then now this week I'm like, them. yeah, this week I'm fuming that your kids are at school, mine are off. I know. I'm gonna try and ring you after every single drop off. Say morning. Just gonna grab myself a coffee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I think as well. Like for me, I just feel lonely in half terms, and like when the kids are off school, like I don't know. Like it's just it's a lonely thing. I know the kids are off; they keep you busy, but it's still like. I don't know, like you see like these Insta families and it's just like, well, that shit. Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Days out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you must feel the same because Josh is at the gym all the time. Yeah, he's training and um, yeah, he's going into training camp now. So yeah, like it's just us and the kids. But yeah. By the way, how have we started this podcast? How have we started this podcast and not said... Thank you so much, guys, for the response that we've had and everything. It was crazy. I still can't believe it. I was about it. to say, how have we started the podcast without me <laughs> kicking off at you? Because we've just had a blazing row that we're filming at half ten at night. <laughs> and we argued for about 20 minutes before we got on here when we could have had 20 minutes. Yeah, because you're a piss taker, mate. <laughs> I had it's fucking half. It's it. 25 to 11. I've got snoozy poos to be doing. I still I still have not sat down and had a cup of tea yet. God. Honestly. Carnage. I know I've still got carnage. to make Sienna's pet lunch. She's at a football club tomorrow, so it's just like, oh. She's doing unreal with her football. Oh, I know, but then do you know what? I just feel like 
Yes. I just feel like I went through football like when I was a kid. I loved it because obviously my dad played for Brighton when I was at school. And like all the all the boys used to like love it because that was I went to a school like near Brighton. And it got to the age where my dad had a conversation with me and he was just like, like, you can't continue this like you're a girl like obviously you know like starting periods and I don't know like he wasn't being sexist but he was just like you need to you need to do something else and I remember my mum being like what's the problem with her doing football and he was just like well it's not just that it's just women back then not now would never pursue it as a career because you wouldn't get much money in it compared to what women get nowadays do you know what I mean like it's, society's changed but back then it got to a point where my dad was like so what are you gonna do with your life yeah, it's become like women's football's become massive now. It's huge now, huge. And I wish it was like that when I was at school because I tell you what, I'll definitely be playing for England. I remember seeing a little video of you doing kick me up to the garden. Oh, I was amazing at them. I still am. Yeah, you're unreal. Little, little I do love there. football. But I just think Sienna, like for her, I just think there's so much more opportunities for girls now with football. So I just think if that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do. We've done the gymnastics, she got bored of it. We've done the the dance, she got bored of that. You know, so hopefully this is something that she sticks to and enjoys. Like she's got, she plays for a team outside of school as well as plays for like the year sixes and she's only a year five. So she's doing well. Oh, wow, that's amazing. It's just good to just, you know, the discipline and everything, isn't it, at that age, just to be involved in a sport. Oh, a million percent. And I think it gets them off their iPads and the computers and, like, all of that. It gives her something to do. Oh, 100%. Um, Josh and I were actually having a conversation about, like, iPads and that the other day, and he was just like, it's crazy, isn't it? He was just like nowadays you see all these kids and they're just wanting to game and be on their xboxes and playstations or ipads and playing roblox and this and that minecraft or whatever it is and he was like i never had that we were just like play outside like in the front garden playing football doing all of this stuff and now like everything's just on technology and people getting into coding and gaming and all of that it's a different world yeah but then i think when we were a kid at kids Remy, like we, I know, I know when I where I lived, I could just run out in the street, and there was a park opposite. We lived on like a new build estate; it was nice. But like my mum and dad knew the neighbours, they knew the kids across the street, and we would all go and play, and everyone stayed together and like knock on each other's houses and like, Are "You coming out?" I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen. I do that. I just wouldn't. I just think it's changed so much. I think if I don't know, I just it would scare me. Yeah, it's sad nowadays that it's come to that, but it's so true. You'd never just see anyone just be like, yeah, go on, out you go, play out the front. Like, you just wouldn't see that nowadays, would you? I remember when a boy knocked at my door once and my dad went, ape shit. You know, like, to come <laughs> and play out. My dad went, fucking ape shit. <laughs> Who's that knocking on the fucking Chased door? Up the street. <laughs> yeah, he went, he went ape shit. <laughs> I can just imagine your dad now, like, chasing the kid up the street. <laughs> Who the fuck sat at the door? He was going, my mum was like, she's a loud boy, mates. I was like, dad, I swear it was my mate. <laughs> oh, it's unreal. Definitely my to the be boy. Definitely the boy that I first kissed. Oh, your first little <laughs> smooch. <laughs> I don't actually remember my first kiss, to be fair. Tell you I don't remember my first kiss. Oh, it's definitely a little, little uh, childhood boyfriend. 
Yeah, I was called frigid at school, though. Were you? Like, I used to just be scared, yeah. I don't know what it was. I just, it just used to freak me out. I think this day and age, like, you just see kids growing up so quickly. I'm like, whoa, like... You look so old and they're going out and they're wearing like these little mini skirts and little like bralette tops and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would not have been seen dead in that. Like, I could never have gone downstairs at like 14, 15 dressed like that. My dad would have sent me straight upstairs, got changed. But like that just wasn't the life then. Like I was just still like such a kid at that age compared to the girls nowadays. Oh, I used to play with brat styles at Sienna's age. But then I remember being like... 13, 14, and we used to go to this thing called Snap, and um, it was like a under 16-year-old club thing, and I weren't allowed to go, like, I was not allowed to go, and then my dad went on an away game once, and my mum was like, right, you can go, <laughs> so I went, <laughs> and then my dad found out and went apeshit, and eventually come round to the idea that it was like an under 16-year-old, like, club, but not a proper club, like, he actually thought it was like a youth thing, you know, like a where you play games and that it wasn't it was obviously in an actual nightclub and we all used to wear rara skirts and slouch boots and I remember my dad ripping my rara skirt up when he found it in my wardrobe <laughs> he was well strict when I was a kid my dad though yeah like well strict yeah. but then nowadays I think kids see it all over like you see it on the, they've only got to put a music channel on and they're seeing like Nicki Minaj shaking their ass you know what I mean like I think it's hard to protect them to a certain extent 100% and like TikToks you're seeing them all do these videos and these dances and stuff like that like you wouldn't get that then day like them days we just had like MSN or what was it like MySpace I don't think I even had that. Bebo Bebo, Bebo that was it <laughs> so I used to I have like think... song quotes as my background oh my god you could change your wallpaper and I had like Sean Kingston <laughs> <laughs> you're way too Girl. Yeah, I had that with like the writing on it. I used to love Bebo. Stop it. it literally, it was a different world. Like, yeah, like you said, you can't protect them. Like, I feel like the thing is now, you can't pull them away too much because then they feel like they can't fit in. It's like catch 22, isn't it? But they yes. rebel as well, I think. Like, I try and protect Sienna as much as I can. But I feel like, I think one is hard with the job that I do because I'm promoting like on social media clothing like fake tans like look at the video that went live today like I had to do a fake tan video in a swimsuit and it's like I'm yeah. not for her she obviously she doesn't see it because she's not a hat because I've got Instagram but it's like people get paid to promote products on social media and like TikTok and stuff like that so I think that they look through that and think it's like all right but they don't realize that actually you've got to be a certain age to even have these social media is like I took Sienna's TikTok off her phone because I was like one you're not old enough and two there's far too much you're seeing on there I don't want it so it is hard to protect mm. them I think how old are you I forget my are you 20... all the time are you 27 or 28 27 oh see I tell everyone I'm 26 I wish I was 26 or 27 do you ever forget your age like what yeah, I literally freeze when people ask me sometimes and like the other day, I was like, oh, I'm 26. And then I was like, I'm 27. <laughs> so I'm 26 or yeah. 27. No, I'm definitely 27. 28. I convinced my sister. My sister's four years younger than me. And I told her that I was 26. And she was like, what? what? How old am I then? 
that's actually literally had to find my mum because I convinced her. Oh my I just don't want to be 30. I just think once you hit 30, like I've got, you know, I'm a single mum, my life's hectic. And I just think, am I really going to meet someone at 30? Probably not. Yes, you are. I don't know. I just get weirdos jump into my Life's DMs. And... Start. <laughs> yeah, you do actually. I can't cope with yeah. some of them. Like it's literally. Yeah. It's, we'll I think some soon. men just... I think some men, right, <laughs> just look at women that are like single mums on social media and they're like, bonus. They're not going to go out much. <laughs> They've got the kids majority of the time. She do. Oh, no, you do get some good ones. <laughs> You're going to spoil any off. beans. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> oh, it's a secret who's in Talia's DMs. I just find it overwhelming. It <laughs> Do you know what it we'll is though? It like I just feel like and I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a catch, but I'm a catch. No, but I do I just think like I said to you last time, like I find it hard to the whole small talk puts me off. Someone asking me out on a date puts what? me off straight away and I've not even seen them. But even that like I know like years ago, people used to go on dates and stuff like that, but I just find it, when I think someone's messaging me, I just think, and what do you want? What are you messaging me for? And I shouldn't look at it like that, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I've just been scarred from men that I just kind of tarnished them all with the same brush. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. There's some good ones. I don't have time for a man, Remy. Like I just feel like I don't actually have time. Like the odd message and then I'm like, I'm bored now. It's a small talk that it starts with that you're just like, but you can't, you just got to give some people time. There's the right person out there for you. Fucking send them my way. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll find you your Prince Charming when you turn 30. <laughs> Where's Regan at? Not joking. <laughs> oh, oh, she's late to name. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't you have all my follow? You have all the people going through who I'm following. See who Regan is, and no, I'm joking. I know Regan. Yeah, just so that. you know, guys, Regan is Remy's brother, who I tease <laughs> her about all the time. I know, literally all the time. She embarrasses. Your mum would have a heart attack if she woke up and I was in your house. No. <laughs> <laughs> more time. you'd be like hang on a minute this like Remy don't live here no more no I'm not leaving <laughs> chase him upstairs um we had some dilemmas sent in this week I literally could not handle them I was in hysterics and I that we put it up it was literally my entertainment that is horrendous this woman cheated on a two out of ten lad and he stole her car and £800 <laughs> from her bank when I found out he was engaged to someone else with a child. <laughs> Stop it now. I so not only is he... He stole her car and 800 quid <laughs> From her bank. But then she found out he was engaged to someone else with a child. And he was a two I out mean, of ten lad. And he was a two out of ten. 
Oh my sake. god. He See what I mean? So I've got no Oh, man. What if he's gone back to the his actual missus with the car? Where's he took the car to? <laughs> to Just ran McDonald's drive through <laughs> to his new fiance. He obviously said he brought a new car. And he's eight hundred. Oh my god! I wonder if she got the car back. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't even think these stories actually happened. Do you know what? There's one here I can see. Waited a year. The it's the army men. Army men. Yeah. I just, I, I just think they've got a huge red, red flag, a huge red flag that you just can't go near them. Like, I'm sure if there's any women listening that's partners are in the army, and I'm giving you thoughts, but I just think that they cheat. I don't know what it is. I think it's because maybe they do tours and they think they can bang everything inside. I don't know. It just, I've heard horrendous stories of people being in the army. And just shagging about. Really? Yeah. It's it's a known thing. I think it's like Marines as well. Like Marines are like the I'm main like a, one. I'm a dear John kind of fan. Like he waited for her and then she was the one that left. Do you remember that film? Um, I've not seen that film. I mean, I've seen it advertised on Netflix, but I've not watched it. But I just think that, that they definitely are little cheaters. She waited a whole year while he was away with the army, came back for two weeks, and then he cheated. See, that would be something that would happen to me because I think I'm quite a loyal person and I'll definitely get shit on. That would happen to me. The thing is, I just don't get it. Like, if, you, if you're with someone, like, I've, like, everyone's got a right, right, to split up, to go their separate ways. If there's no love there, they can go their separate ways. And, you know, like, I have respect for that. Like, if you've fallen out of love, you can't help that. Completely respect it. Why cheat? Why I don't get cheat? That. Just be single. You can have whoever you want, how many you want, and not get judged for it. But don't hurt someone whilst, oh, yeah. I just think really? men that are in relationships and then they're sleeping with other people or living in, living in the same household as a woman and then they're going, they're going to shag about, I just think... You're a fucking pussy, mate. Like, you can't say, you can't speak the truth and just say, I don't love you anymore. I want to sleep with someone else and just drop it and leave it at that. Mm, 100%. Like, you hear of so many, like, men and women do that. Like, they live in the same house and they're like, oh, we're not together. And, you know, we just live in the oh, same house to make it easier. Well, I don't oh. believe that for a second. <laughs> no, I don't believe it for a second, Ren. <laughs> No, nor do I. Not for a second, Talia. <laughs> no matter what situation you're in, I just think just get rid. Like if you can't, even if you oh, stop moaning that you're unhappy, stop moaning you're yeah. unhappy. Like just leave. And I also think I I completely get. You know, there's people that are out there that think you know maybe to stay under the same roof and to try and work it out for the kids. I just think it actually ends up scarring the kids and I actually think it tarnishes the kids. Like, it's a massive step, I know, like, leaving a partner and stuff when you've got children, but two happy homes is better than an unhappy home. And... Oh, a million percent. The kids, the kids do... You think, like, the kids are invincible and they don't see 
like atmospheres and they don't notice it but they do they really really do um yeah I just think I don't believe it when a man says that even for me my parents split up when I was in year 10 I think when I was at school and I did find it really really hard because I was older and I think the older you are I think the worse it actually gets because you're more aware of things you feel like you've got to pick a parent like I feel like there's more pressure on you when you're older and I do think there are a lot of families out there that probably are together because they feel like they're making their kids well giving their kids a better life to stay together but actually if you do have two happy homes that's better than one like toxic home or one where you're walking on eggshells or one where you're literally just don't even see each other like you're what are you showing your kids yeah definitely I, I yeah it's so it's so hard it's so hard because I feel like as a parent you're just thinking about your kids first aren't you and you're just oh, a million thinking what's best for them and the atmosphere and everything but it is really tough really tough even for me like I just think I struggle I have the guilt constantly to think my kids don't have like that big family unit like the guilt even though I didn't choose to be put through what happened or the decisions were took out of my hands I still feel bad for it do you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think any parent that is single a single parent they just just find that so hard like I just think you always have that guilt you're not going to have that family unit or or things like that but then on, on the flip side of it I probably well hopefully will meet someone and we'll have a you know I've got kids and then I will meet someone and have a proper family unit or this is just you sent me a quote actually didn't you you sent me a quote a few weeks ago saying like your family's a mother sometimes a family is just a mother and her her children and unfortunately that's just reality for me right now yeah and you're doing an amazing job at that and you know your kids have a beautiful happy home and yeah I think your time will come you will have Prince Charming walk through that door but right now it's you (laughs) (laughs) oh look I've just found a good one this is actually horrendous My partner cheated on me with a man and I found out the day we were moving into our first home. (gasps) Oh, bless her. That would be just mortifying, I think, because obviously, you know, you're buying your first home and then you find out that they're cheating on you. And then, yeah, like you would just feel like, oh, well, how comes I didn't know? Like, that you liked men or you're bisexual or whatever, but. And he let it get that far to moving into a home, but still wasn't honest that, oh my gosh. That you wanted to be with someone else. Together, safe to say, never got to move in. Oh, so the bloke never moved into our home. I'm not surprised. Better off without him. Oh, It's just, I think it's just heartbreaking if you found out as well that your partner's cheating because it's just like, what was I not good enough? That's how I would feel anyway. Or what have they got that I've not got? That's what I'd feel like. Oh, 100%. Or what do they bring to the table that I don't? What's so good about them? I would, my bitchy side would come out and I would feel like that. I know. Like, what? Uh, why cheat? There's loads on here. I went up to my boyfriend's house and had another girl 
Oh, and he had another girl in his bed. Absolutely horrendous. That must be mortifying. She that walked in. in. She walked into them. That is even worse. <laughs> These are I shouldn't laugh, but it's horrendous. <laughs> oh, absolutely awful. I would want to fight someone over that because I'll just be like, you fucking what? Imagine you walking into <laughs> I I'd think like the anger it is, you'd fling yourself. I don't know what you do. But then you don't know the full situation. The girl might not have known that he had a, a partner or... I feel like you can't dive in at the girl. Like, at the end I of the would, day. but that would be emotions coming first. A million percent I would. Oh, I can't even imagine. It makes me feel sick. My friend actually was telling me a story the other day when I put the question box up about her experience... And basically, she was with a fella. Um, she's from up here. And she was with a fella for quite a while. And he was cheating a lot. And then he's now been done for stalking and harassment as well. So it's like, he's oh literally, she broke up with him when she found out that he was cheating. And then since then, he's been like stalking her, turning up places where she was and like even being caught outside the house and stuff like that, like horrendous stuff. That's a pure so lunatic, scary. though. So scary. I think that's just narcissist, though, like, oh, 100%. you've been caught out on what you've been doing. Yeah. It's just so scary and to make someone feel, like, that unsafe and that unsettled is just horrific. Here's one. <laughs> when my one out of ten ex tried to convince me his side slag tacky earrings were mine. So not only is he cheated, not only is he a one out of ten, he's also tried to convince <laughs> the earrings were hers. He's literally trying to sell it to her that they're hers. That is all. Can you imagine? I bet you though, there would be women there that would actually the manipulation would probably take over and you'd be thinking, are they are they mine? Yeah, you're crazy yourself. You yeah, like, a million percent. Oh, actually, if I just like literally flipped out for no reason, oh, is it my fault? She'll probably end up saying sorry. And then that guy's just literally mm. made her feel that got away bad. with murder. Oh, man. And I, I, this, here's one I bet you this happens a lot. When my ex side piece was more obsessed with me than him and wouldn't leave me alone. Girls do get bitchy, you know. Like I do think girls do look at when they get with a man, they look at the ex. You can't help it; it's only natural. I think you you, you do have a look, but to become obsessed—that's yeah. To become obsessed—that's a different level. That I don't know. It just makes you feel sick to think that they've been with anybody else or <laughs> something like that. Literally makes you go psycho. Like <laughs> right, in the yeah, psycho. Okay. Um, yeah, I just hate that feeling. Like, I don't know. Oh, you've got an ex-girlfriend. No, you haven't. That's disgusting. Definitely not. I hate talking yeah. about anything like that. I'm like, oh, makes me feel sick. You can't help but think about it or have a look just to have a little stalk, but I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's a, a bit too far. But then I know some men out there that are like that, that just throw it in girls' faces who they've been with and who they haven't been with. And there are men out there, not just women. 100%. Because then they think... So I think some men actually think, and women, 
I don't want this to become sexist. Um, I'm currently a man hater. <laughs> um, I think some men, though, do think that women have, like, they get with a woman and they've not been with anyone else. Obviously, there are people out there that haven't, but majority of people have been with someone else when they're in, like, their late 20s. Like, that would be normal. Nine times out of ten, people would have a past with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they're going to get with someone that's very young. Nowadays, you're not going to find someone that hasn't been with someone else. I mean, if only I met Josh and I was his first ever girlfriend, that would have been a dream. Oh, I know. It's what you see on, like, films. But nowadays, stuff like that just doesn't happen. If it does, it's very, very unique. And high five to the woman or man that have done that. We had bloody... Do you know what is scary? How many messages we did have for the cheating thing? Like, that's... I don't know, it's, it's quite sad, isn't it? Mm. So, so sad. So the first podcast that we launched last week, did you know, Rem, it actually got breaking top 200 podcasts in the UK? It was if you crazy. think about how many people do podcasts, like, and I'm not talking just women talking or the sport ones like there's so many different categories of podcasts out there and we got top 200 in the UK hun I think it was something like 340,000 something episodes launched in the like in a certain period of days or whatever and we reached the top 200 like it was literally crazy I was actually MIA is that what you say MIA I was actually really yeah you well pissed me off I was in the hospital. Um, <laughs> I was really poorly last week and I was literally thinking I was dying. So I was literally on my deathbed and Tally was texting me like, so pissed Why off at you. Why the fuck have you not put a post up? <laughs> the podcast has launched, you're nowhere to be seen. And I was like, you're I'm lucky I didn't contact you through <laughs> eBay because I was like, where the fuck are you, mate? It's not like you to message me. Not It's not like you not to message me within two hours, let alone four days. Yeah. Anyway, it was the best news to come back to. We're in the top 200 and I think we reached the top 10 of the parenting podcast, which is incredible. And to be fair, first episode, you know, we can get way better. We're only going to get better. We're going to have way more juicy stories to come. We're going to have bigger guests joining us. And yeah, it's a journey that I'm so, so excited for. And we're just going to keep marching up them. What's it called? I think for us as well, <laughs> it's marching up. Um, <laughs> I think for us, it was just like, a, it was kind of like to see how it goes as in like, the, we haven't figured out the mics, like we wanted to know how it sounded, like we didn't know what the editing would be like, because our editor guy was obviously sorting that out. Like, we didn't even know what they were going to play out of the whole like time that we filmed, because we filmed was it over an hour and a half? Two hours. Two hours. It was two hours. So we don't know what they're going to put. I think we just winged it, didn't we, the first one? We just completely had a chinwag and winged it and was just, you know, put it out there to see if anybody was interested. And luckily we got um, an amazing response. So we're so grateful for all of you that actually tuned in and listened to us chinwag for 45 minutes. But we're definitely going to get plans to make this bigger and better each week week and have more juicy gossip we've also joined um which our 
agent that's running our podcast, Kay, has organised for us. We've joined on Patreon. So we'll be uploading exclusive content on there, videos. You know, we can talk to people on there. We can upload, you know, food recipes. There's going to be just basically stuff that we don't post on Instagram and other social networks. We're going to be putting on Patreon and you can join our membership as well. So we will be popping the link up for that soon. That has gone live. So, yeah, if you want to join that. Yeah, I think it's like one pound something to join. Um and you get to see all the behind the scenes and you get to see the unedited versions of these podcasts, which you want to see. <laughs> and pictures, videos. And, and do you know what, Renny? Like, a lot of people, a lot of people, even for me and you, message even for like simple things like recipes. I'm going to stop putting it all over my Instagram and start putting it on my Patreon because I think, well, our Patreon, because I think a lot of people are very interested in stuff like that, even like, you know, our personal you know what? lives. That's like, my main thing. My main thing is always like the cooking and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're gonna like do some wicked like cooking videos. Some just really quick. Master easy Chef hit us up. Yeah, Talia, I'll beat you. Fuck off, <laughs> mate. Are you joking me? No, I've that seen Josh. I've seen Josh get food poisoning from your food hand. So no, thank you. That's why you're in I hospital last am, weekend. I'm dying of my own food poisoning. I am an unreal cook, and yeah, we'll do a come dime with no, me. No, to be fair, our... you're you're all right. If I felt I poorly I and I need to get you. better, I would eat one of your dinners. Do you know what we should do? What we should do it on our Patreon. Oh, a little cook off doing the same dish, but then how are people supposed to taste it? Well, no, we could do one or... on presentation. And we need to do one with our mums because they're both sick cooks as well. So good competition. Although oh. I will say, Mum, if you are listening, you've given me food poison about four times in my life with rice. So now I'm well scared to ever reheat rice. Okay, your mum's booted off the cooking competition. <laughs> she is good at cooking, but she just thinks that exactly. food can last like a week. Rice is really dangerous, you know. Like, yeah, she could have killed he, me. Like, Josh is like he would never reheat rice. Actually, I don't reheat rice now because I literally thought I was going to die on these occasions. Like sick coming out of every hole of my body, like disgusting. Oh. My mum's a well. Do you know what it is? It's because she generally thinks that food can last for like a week. She's amazing at cooking it, but then thinks it can, like my stomachs can hold anything. Like, no, I that's don't my eat dad. It's gone out my of dad. Day. My dad is horrendous. Oh, I'll be all right for a couple of days. That'll be all right for a couple of days. I'm like, no, just throw it. Yeah. I do hate throwing Even, food though. I am one that goes by dates and my granddad and my mum both say to me I'm stupid for that. Yeah, my dad. I chuck everything if it's out of date. Like I wouldn't eat, um, like ever eat pork, like as in a pork, is it a pork loin it's called? I wouldn't I don't eat, eat anything like that. No. You love a sauce. Sausage. <laughs> Why? You love a fucking sauce. No, I do not. Um, Also, it's a good time to um, say about the lumps that we've got on our backs. Speaking of being fucking unwell. I should have got that tested while I was there. 
Me I've, and Ren have both I'm got like, huge lumps like on our spines. I would say spine, like more. <laughs> it's it's more your ass. Your tailbone, is that the same thing? Yeah, your coccyx. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. But like they're both literally identical lumps. We both don't know what they are. You we keep thinking we're getting we keep thinking we're getting different symptoms as well. I'm like, have you got like a numbness on this side of your body? Yeah, like it's horrible. But do you know what it is, Rem? I really struggle. Like I panic about lumps, like I really fucking do. And I took one for the team and I've gone to the GP. So if I get diagnosed with anything, whether it's like a cyst or I don't know, fluid on the spine, I don't know. At least you know that you've probably got what I've got and you can go get sorted. We can go and together. I just find I just find it weird how we both got the same lumps on our back, even though it's I don't know, it's just very random, isn't it? It's I sent so you a picture random. of my ass, didn't I? And I was like, look at this lump, and you were like, What? I've got one too. I've got you. We literally have the exact. I just get eat to all fries and before they go, it's sent out. <laughs> I'm, <freaking>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I, to be fair, I don't speak to no. I'm not the only person that gets pictures of my fucking ass or tits is you. <laughs> Makes you feel like oh, I've done a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you are vile. There you go, Rem. There's a picture of my tits. Literally. I get like a FaceTime and I answer. And I, I could be out for dinner. I could be somewhere. And she's in the bath. And I'm like, Talia, please give me a warning. Josh could have picked up my phone. <laughs> It's even my triple chins that you see where I'm holding the phone like dead close <laughs> with my specs hanging Melons. over or it's my boob. <laughs> That's what friends are for. It is. It is. And then she sends me, no word of a lie, 3,000 meme video things on Instagram a night. And then she's like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Literally. Do you know what it is? I sit there creasing at some of them. Some of the memes that go out, I'm like, they've literally made that for me and I don't even follow me. <laughs> yeah, they are, to be fair. I think there's some really good ones, though, that are relatable to mums, like, or, well, parents, to be fair, like with kids, do you know what I mean? Like the kids, like, kicking off or siblings kicking off. And I think there's so many relatable ones that just make me laugh because I just think at least I know that my life isn't the only one only life out there that's bloody crazy with 400 kids under one house literally I literally see something like that and it just makes me feel so good like you see someone going crazy she's got a hoop going on a washing basket on her shoulders and the kids screaming at her feet and you're just like I see you that is how I feel yeah because I think there's too many people out there that just put up this perfect life on Instagram I think people must look at mine and think, God, chin off fucking moans. <laughs> <laughs> people definitely look at yours and they're like, Jesus Christ, how does she cope? <laughs> Some days I fucking don't. That's the truth. Puns. <laughs> Some days she goes crazy. Quite literally. literally. Thanks, guys, for listening to us talk fucking shit. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at Mama Said What. Also, guys, don't forget to follow our Patreon, which is Mama Said What. We will be 
uploading exclusive content for you. And yeah, stay tuned. We will be with you again next Thursday. Bye. See you then. Bye.